0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Running Things Considered. And uh, Zane, I don't think I've told you this before, but I have nothing to do all day, every week, and I've I've been practicing, and I have a new skill.
1: What is What is it?
0: I've been I've been learning how to sword swallow.
1: Holy crap!
0: Right, and so on this audio podcast, I'm going to show everybody my skill, sword swallowing. So right behind you, I have a broad sword. If yeah, you could give, that, me, give that to me, all right. Ooh it's okay. a big
1: if nobody can you can't yeah. see this obviously but it
0: is huge okay it is a pre-civil okay, so is it, is it war can you can you describe exactly right. what's happening yeah do it? okay you, well
1: the thing about it i won't need to do much describing because it's going to be very audible
0: it, yeah i assume so so, so are, are you ready is, is everyone ready? I'm, I'm I'm ready. Ready. ready I'm about to I'm about we to a sword swallow i'm about to do a sword swallowing on this broadsword okay i'm In ready three, and it's on fire two one avery are you oh <laughs> it's not looking
1: good it's looking real bad. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, <laughs> It's all you almost got it. Whole, swallow. Whole, swallow it. Whole, just swallow the whole thing.
0: Oh my gosh. You did the whole thing. Jesus Christ. I don't, sane. Think, I
1: don't think you're supposed to swallow the entire thing. I don't thing. think so either. Well well after the podcast we'll figure yeah. out what's gonna happen. I have two bathrooms.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I have so been playing that that uh that intro the whole her time and
1: uh I will say that was a bit embarrassed on my part
0: you were, you were, yeah. Okay. It was okay. I think we're gonna cut that. I don't think that was as funny as it was in my head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we have a very special guest this week. We have
1: the most popular and also hard to get guest we've ever had.
0: Rachel MF and MacArthur, current Colorado uh, athlete, student athlete. She runs a two oh four eight hundred. 437 miles. read my
1: handwriting. 414
0: 1500 131 600. I think it's a very impressive PR. That is. How are you doing Rachel and how would you rate that intro on a scale of 1 to 10?
2: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, the intro, I was a little taken aback yeah, <laughs> because you I agree. Said you, you, you looked very now. scared. Yeah, I watched all of it which was weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why I you. But you're impressed that I could do sword swallowing.
2: Yeah, no. Audio guys, podcast this board was huge it was really
0: impressive Yeah, harder. thank you
2: and it was
1: on fire like i said <laughs>
0: i know that made it harder a little harder
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. you're gonna be all right yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. oh my god
0: um well you know what let's just go ahead and roll the intro let's roll the intro all right if i say
1: Back after listening to a couple songs on Spotify because I'm old as hell and I don't know what any song is. And Avery's actually a little bit embarrassed after that intro. So I thought it would
0: be really funny. So we're gonna make sure to keep
1: that in. Um just just to make sure that he stays embarrassed. Um
0: Yeah. But
1: it was good. It was a good thought. We talked about it last week. It sounded good
0: when we are talking about it.
1: It really did, and I was like really impressed you had thought about that. Yeah. I mean it was basically the execution on my part was not so great.
0: You know what? It, it it was me too. I don't I think my I don't think off. I sold it enough.
1: Yeah. You didn't swallow hard enough. No.
0: Anyways. So enough of enough of us. Yeah. And so we as I said, you know, we have Rachel MacArthur on the podcast. We we go back a little bit. Um, I don't know if you remember. I hope you remember. It was the 2015 Golden South mile. You were just know. a wee little sophomore and that was like I had- the peak of my career. And <laughs> <laughs> we 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 took a picture together after, and it was maybe like we we I don't think both of us combined, especially me, just looked the most flustered post race. Our hair was actually <laughs> everywhere, and you were like, "I'm gonna post this on Instagram," and I was like, "Oh sweet, like get some clout." You never did. did it's probably know? a good thing you didn't. Wow, no. you never did. No, I didn't either. We're gonna I have to ask know. you to leave
2: the podcast. Right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I was really big using Instagram when I was fourteen. So yeah, that's true. 25. You were fourteen. You were
1: fourteen in
2: 2015. Yeah. Well, my that would be my sophomore year. I would have been fourteen, going on fifteen.
0: I love yeah. that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But,
2: but. yeah.
0: So yeah, and uh, and also we were we were talking a little bit earlier because you know you, you say you got some like whenever you want to like grind to do homework you do activate your Instagram to focus. I like that. But then you were also saying that that fake accounts pop up. Uh, um, to be you.
2: So, it's honestly very annoying and stressful, and I don't know why it's stressful to me, but I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's a fake account of me. What if there's photos that like a creepy person took of me walking? I don't know. Right. I'm always yeah. scared that I have like a stalker, and it freaks me out always, but no, it's very annoying because I do like to get rid of my social media accounts sometimes. But then all these fake ones come up. <laughs> I hate it. That is insane.
1: So... Have you? How many fake accounts have you had? This seems like a re- uh, recurring theme. At least
2: three. At least, At least three? three? Sometimes I'll get um, harmless. Well, people will send me, for instance, on Tinder or something. Someone will use my photos.
0: Oh, my goodness. And with
2: that, I'm a little less creeped out yeah, that's, about That's a
0: compliment. I don't know, though. I think that's still oh, yeah. very strange. It's strange, well, I but think- I wouldn't feel as bad. You wouldn't. Right. think It's, it's never happened to me, and I don't know how to feel. You know. Yeah. Don't
2: get, don't get me wrong. It is strange. However, I think everybody that knows me knows I would not do that, and yeah. therefore yeah. I'm kind of like, go off if you need. <laughs> you need no a little
0: help. Up. But then when they meet up, they're like 40 and bald. yeah, 40 and a bald man doesn't look anything like the pictures. I'm 40 and bald. I'm right behind you, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> your hair is looking I'm a little. Wonky. Hey. hey. No, it looks good. It looks good. I'm- okay. You cut your hair yesterday, didn't you?
0: Like a few days ago. A few days ago. All by myself. I've been myself. tiling my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: your girlfriend actually cut my hair recently, or about two months ago. Did you like that? That was the she first, was first was time I ever that. had my head buzz, and I have a gigantic nose, and my head is very small. So I grew into it.
0: Good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that.
1: Um, But yeah, well, thanks for coming on. How is Boulder at the moment?
2: It's good. It's definitely a little bit stressful with COVID. Pretty sure. running rampant in Boulder. It's, it's really on lockdown. Really it's like
1: bad. really bad there, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is really bad. Luckily, our team and those who I'm around have been pretty safe. Um, but we pretty much just don't go anywhere. I mean, I see yeah. my sometimes. We practice in small groups, which is sure. fine. You know, at least we get to see them. But yeah, I guess it's nice because we're all just at home. <laughs> not much and it's relaxing in that sense but yeah you can't really go out go on the streets go shopping go to dinner anything like that sure.
1: it's interesting because when I was in Boulder just like a few months ago it was like so much better than Georgia Georgia at the time was horrible it still is but Boulder was like I, f- I felt super safe in Boulder every everybody was wearing a mask it was like all mandatory Georgia it's not man I mean it's hardly mandatory um, it's just wild that it's moved there so fast
2: Yeah, it is mandatory to wear a mask everywhere, um, which, you know, makes you feel better. But there are still those sneaky people who go out and do stuff, which is what, you know. Yeah.
0: In the college town, yeah. Yeah, you're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, you can't ever trust anybody in college to do anything right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say. Yeah. Now that I'm like a grumpy
1: old man. (laughs) Even though we technically, the college is right next to our house. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, it is. It's, I don't know how they're doing COVID wise. Well, Sorry? He graduated you graduate? last year. Yeah. I graduated oh. in 2017.
0: Yeah.
2: You're talking but, like you're many years removed from college.
1: I mean, three
0: years is pretty. Well, you
2: maybe, A-A, but Adrian, Oh, you call me old now?
0: It's kind of crazy because, like, right, like, I swear it took maybe two months for me to just feel like an adult. Like, kind of getting out of college, you know, like during, even I was taking one class, I was like, yo, what up? Like, I'm in college, bro. Yeah. And uh, now I'm like, you know, like, oh, geez, like, mortgage, taxes. Yeah, well,
1: I see, I think that's the thing. Stops. I like graduated <laughs> and I moved to New York and then I was doing like a big boy job and then I moved back to Atlanta and I immediately bought a house and now I have two,
0: two kittens, children,
1: two children, one of which Avery's about mm-hmm. to crush with his butt here. Um, It'll happen. So I do feel, I do feel old. Since <laughs> since. But, Anyways, not, but, I don't need to talk about my dying old age.
0: Also, uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring, or I guess, g- going back to, I guess, your college experience, uh, I know I know you, you started Villanova and go to Colorado. I know, like, we were talking a while ago about how, you know, although, like, Villanova is a great program, it, you know, you, you're running pretty well, but it just kind of, like, wasn't clicking entirely so kind of walk us through what that transfer process was like for you emotionally and
2: physically i don't know
0: spiritually Spiritually, that's what i'm missing
2: (laughs) yeah this is my most asked question is why did you transfer and it's a whole roller coaster story but in terms of the process of actually transferring mine was relatively stress-free obviously that's a huge decision and as i was 18 making this decision it wasn't really made easier by outside input and you know people that just disagreed with what I was doing and pursuing um but in terms of everything technical it was a smooth process my coaches were great everybody was really cooperative but um yeah I mean I don't really know what you want me to go into detail with but <laughs> yeah I mean it,
1: it's fine I mean I had I had this, similar thing I I was at the University of Georgia first and I was running as well as I'd ever run before and I just felt like the fit wasn't for me I had never been in like a college town situation and I just was like very out of place I felt like so I wanted to like kind of go to somewhere that felt a little more natural like I wasn't forcing everything that I was doing or like changing kind of my habits and my beliefs to just like kind of fit in so um, I mean I think it's a good thing to be able to feel like you're you know able to fit in and enjoy the college process right i mean
2: a huge thing that i've now gathered being at colorado is that i think i was really craving a sense of independence when i was at nova that i wasn't gonna get um just as it is a smaller campus it's a private school i didn't have a car i probably wasn't gonna have a car ever Uh, it wasn't too far from my home and quite frankly a lot was handed to me as in i never went grocery shopping i never paid for gas i never had to do anything which looking back was very sad because I got here and I'm like, I don't know how to cook. I don't know what I need to buy at the store. I went to the store with one of my roommates last year and she said, Oh, can you go grab this? And I said, I don't know where that is because quite honestly, I had never had to do that. So that was something I really wanted to do. I, I really felt not, I don't want to say immature, but just juvenile for not knowing how to do basic adult things and creating my own um, routines and doing all that and here at Colorado I do everything really by myself nobody holds your hand and I really like that obviously you have people supporting you but I really like that it's really balls in my court 24-7.
1: Yeah that's good um, I, I mean for me it was like I was 70 minutes away from home when I was at the University of Georgia and then my high school college and middle school were all in the same street at Georgia Tech so I was like at first I didn't want to be literally three minutes from my house and then I was like you know it's not so bad um but I'm glad that you're enjoying the process hopefully now
2: yeah for sure
1: are you guys slated to have any indoor season at all
2: I am not incredibly familiar with what the schedule looks like however I do think that it's a matter of cross-country or indoor sure yeah it's such
1: a weird thing
2: yeah it's gonna be cross-country so I don't know if we'll have an indoor season I don't think so I'm not that concerned. I honestly don't care that much more <laughs> Sure. <laughs> in the broad scheme of things. But, yeah, I think we're just uh, cross-country and outdoor are the focuses right now.
1: Okay. Where's your favorite place to run in Boulder?
2: My favorite place to run – gosh, are you familiar with Boulder Run? I was out there
1: for, like, three weeks. Uh, so a little bit, yeah.
2: I like this trailhead called Foothills Trailhead, which yeah. pretty – Plainly put, it's just the foothills. Uh, you can see them, and there's a trail along it. <laughs> there's right. one specific one that I like a lot.
1: That's nice. Yeah, it was it was super beautiful. Definitely a little
0: different than the city of Atlanta. A little different from the streets <laughs> a from The streets dude. Um, so I th- I, th- I think this is this podcast is turning around. I think it's turning around. I'll say the it. This <laughs> sword
1: is actually coming back up. your Yeah, esophagus. that's why I wasn't talking. For yeah, last yeah, you've been like pulling that thing back. Ah. that's not like a- good. <laughs> <laughs> um but and now i have a sword in my house to deal with um but if you are confident and you are ready and you are relaxed we can go into the speed round questions oh my
0: gosh.
1: um so get a calculator out please oh i'm, 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 I'm <laughs> joking i'm <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> you just goes straight for the reads like oh god like, Shit. no questions asked <laughs> 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 no, that
1: was meant to induce a little bit of anxiety to get your heart rate up, yeah. but it's really a joke. No I will uh, the first day before I went <laughs> to Georgia Tech, I had a dream that I went into a class that I'd never been to before. Uh, it was like a math test. And they were like, this is the hardest math test in the world. Are you ready? And I was like, I don't even have a calculator. <laughs> um Anyways, Welcome that was basically Tech. my Georgia Tech experience. Right, <laughs> no different. All right. Um, again, Chris, drop the music when you get a chance, and it's not the Jeopardy music again. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. What is it? It's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who Wants to Be Millionaire music? Okay, I'm an idiot. Are you ready?
2: I think so. I'm it's nervous. Okay.
1: <laughs> this this first question goes into you being more independent now. Um, last thing you bought?
2: Brussels sprouts.
1: Ooh. Do you like to? Do you like them crispy?
2: Uh, I'm gonna saute them. So, yeah.
1: Vinegar? Oh. Vinegar?
2: Uh, olive oil, garlic. Yeah, nice. nice.
1: Uphill or downhill? Uphill. Least favorite car? Prius. What? All right, we gotta get out. She's off. from Boulder. We gotta get out of here. That just that, that destroys it's the like stereotype. I had a Prius very <laughs> recently. <laughs> sorry, okay. I'm sorry. Company car gave it away. Um, actually, I didn't give away. They took it from me when I got laid
2: off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Best pizza topping. Uh, bacon. I had bacon, jalapeno, pepperoni pizza last night and today. Uh, will you be doing Toyotathon?
0: Not. Yet. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> After that. After that? Oh, yeah,
1: that's a toy to <laughs> Yep.
0: Um,
1: Avery wanted me to say this one. Andrew Mattson. <laughs> uh, I don't know that's that's a Andrew. great. That's, a great that's answer. what I said she'd say. Yeah, that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic answer. Um, favorite pair of socks?
2: Uh, I have a pair of tie-dye stance socks.
1: Nice. Stance is a great company. Um, if you're hiring, let me know. Uh, why did my wife leave me? I did not write wife here. I just said why did my leave me. So Maybe somebody just said, said that on Instagram. So if you could break down. the knowledge.
2: You laid off and your car got taken away.
1: Okay, I have a new car, not a BMW. No worries. <laughs> um, <laughs> favorite running memory.
2: Ooh, gosh, I don't know. Um, probably getting all American in college. Okay. It's
0: okay, fun.
1: Favorite off-season activity? Hiking. Where at?
2: Depends on where I am at, I
0: guess. Oh, wow. Better question. I'll clap Answer back good question. question,
2: okay. What's
1: 12 divided by three, smarty pants? Four. <laughs> Ooh. How many, fuck. How many provinces are there in Canada?
2: God, I don't know, 12. Oh, oh that was
1: very close. Ten. It's 10, that's pretty yeah. close. Okay. Name, name all of the continents, please.
2: Stop! Don't forget the Come oh, on. Yeah. I could if I thought really hard about it, but this is a speed round. All
0: right, that's what? an F. She fails that. Yep, yeah. that's an <laughs> F. So we've
1: just contacted the uh, office of, Ad- of administration, the Bureau of Education at the University <laughs> of Colorado, and you will be getting a letter of
2: resignation. All right. Well,
1: let's
0: go an easy one for next. Yeah, one.
1: yeah, the next one is the last one. What's your favorite Mozart concerto?
2: Gosh, I actually did one, <laughs> dude
1: it's okay it's okay oh, so man. another f there yeah. oh. um, and then what is your favorite type of apple
2: Honeycrisp, but granny smith i'm switching to
0: nice and why nice. is that why is that
2: because i am currently reading a book that has informed me that granny smith apples have 10 times more bio nutrients than Honeycrisp apples do that's what's up what book is this <laughs> Um, it's called eating on the wild side.
1: <laughs> eating on the really? wild side. All right. You know,
0: yeah. I, I I do want to so
1: say. So she actually, she's getting back into Colorado because she's reading. Y- you know whose exactly. favorite?
0: Uh, you know he, who she shares a favorite apple with? I don't remember. Morgan McDonald.
1: Morgan McDonald.
0: Same favorite really?
1: apple. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you I mean, can do that your take that as. Take that as Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a good thing, a bad thing, you never know. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you that, that you're doing that. I've actually started reading for the first time in about three years. So. We're oh. we're, we're getting <laughs> after it. We are getting after it. What'd you say?
2: What are you reading?
1: Currently, I'm reading Shoe Dog, the Nike book. And Classic. then there's a book that, I, we talked about this a little bit about, I bought, I went Shoe Dog and I was like, you can't do anything running related. I bought a book about uh, it's like genocide. Genocide, or genocide. yeah. yeah. Um, so that will be, that will be next. And it's <laughs> gonna be, uh, I'm leaving town on Wednesday. So hopefully I will be able to read that on the beach in St. Simons. What's up? um anyways so also before, i just wanted to say that the this this podcast is sponsored by prius toyota prius um and so we're gonna have to cut that they we get are 40 miles to the gallon on the highway that's incredible you cannot beat it might that. be
0: better than that actually
1: honestly i've done it up to 99 miles to the gallon
0: jesus christ
1: you have to know how fast you go about 46 miles an hour a lot of uh, no wind resistance so no. <laughs> and you're
0: good that's right yeah. And they're and aerodynamic about, as air, they say. It's a slogan. <laughs> That's what they say. Yep.
1: About $13 to fill up a tank. I can <laughs> believe you do not like that.
0: Um, but also, before we get into the user questions, the listener questions, please call, oh. text the number with, with anything you want to ask, running related or not. The number 646 780 9218. Say it again 646 780 9218.
1: And let us know how many provinces you think there are in Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah it's I, not 12 yeah i thought
1: I, was,
2: you said here, this, i said
1: four
0: he
2: said four initially. i mean how am i supposed okay. to so i was closer you
0: were, you were close. closer i don't yeah, even I'm, know i'm the what dummy dumb this whole podcast what are they up. can you name three um british
1: columbia Va- vancouver
0: you're, you're, mm, ontario those are cities They're maybe <laughs> provinces let's just listen uh, next, next next next
1: avery also just got his uh is degree revoked from Georgia
0: Tech. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Everybody's failing college. Today. <laughs> yeah. I think we're um, just going to
0: keep adding harder and harder questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: What is so Pythagorean's maybe- theorem? <laughs> um, I use these glasses to do grout earlier, but i going to wear them to read a question and they have, they do nothing to my eyesight. You know, I bought blue light glasses last year. Do you know what those are Rachel?
2: Yes. I know what those are.
1: Do you think they're real?
2: I like to think
1: they are. Okay. I bought them from Warby Parker in New York and I would had somebody tell me they were fake and they cost me so much money and I'm a bit bummed. Anyways, that has nothing to do with anything. Are you ready to get into the <laughs> questions? I'm ready. Okay. So this one, uh, get out of the calculator. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says, this is from Rachel in Minneapolis. Did you just text us and say that you're from Minneapolis? Yes. <laughs> oh, God! We get no listeners anymore. Um, <laughs> what was your most counterproductive cross country slash track tradition? Rachel from Minneapolis's example was my middle school cross country friends used to do the same thing for every pre-meet. They would run one mile to Perkins. Shout out to Perkins in Indiana. My aunt still works there. Um, eat a piece of pie and walk back. So do you have any like horrible things you used to do in high school or Maybe now yes, middle school I
2: do and I think a lot of high schoolers are not gonna like this answer. I regret pasta nights before mm. racing. I don't think it was beneficial. I think I not. felt it's bad.
1: proven. It's proven. It,
2: I mean, I eat enough carbs throughout the day. It's not like I need to eat a ton before I race. I just felt bad. So yeah. that it weighs you really
1: down, it's
0: heavy.
2: Yeah. You know, it's just an excuse to eat yeah. a lot of pasta, which you don't need an excuse for that. If you want to eat pasta, go ahead. I just think that I justified it as, I've got a race. I'm going to eat 12. I got
0: three miles the next day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got. I need, yeah. I need the fuel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to eat that, I'm just going to eat that. It doesn't have to be a pre-race thing. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's my answer.
0: I, I actually I, I I like pasta nights not because it was beneficial to my running is because I would get home from the pre race dinner it'd be eight thirty and I would just fall asleep. Yeah. yeah, going to bed early. I that's that's the part I liked about it. Pasta has a lot of
1: tryptophan in it, like like turkey. Yeah, you right. To sleep. That's right. Yeah
0: um look at you sounding smart i know you, can, you, you get to keep your degree bro i get to keep it first <laughs> i've never gotten no,
1: yeah. i don't even know where it is i lost <laughs> that thing immediately georgia tech if you're listening to this please send me another diploma that thing has been long gone i know <laughs> i couldn't tell you for one million dollars where my degree is right now one million take a guess no clue i couldn't even tell you no. i don't know Oof. yeah probably new york maybe new york chris get it for me <laughs> um anyways. Do you have any, is that, was that yours? You just fall asleep from pasta. That's your
0: horrible tradition. That's a good, uh, but I didn't That's, mind that. That was, it's not my tradition. Okay,
2: well, my then. argument against that is a yes. It does help me fall asleep. You know, you'd be in a food coma, but I don't like that before I race. I don't like to be knocked out for hours on end. I'm always a little bit on edge before I go to sleep before a race. Otherwise I think I would just feel sluggish the next day. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. But I, I Yeah. I haven't really thought about this enough to like, I have one argue. Okay. So I haven't eaten
1: McDonald's since 2009. That's real. That well, my- I, I, eat, I eat horribly, but I just, just don't go to McDonald's or any fast food other than Chick-fil-A cause it doesn't count cause it's cooked in peanut oil. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't count. Um, but I used to eat McDoubles. You know what that is? Like oh yeah. A, it's like, like a, the $1. It's like a $1 thing. I used to eat, like, two of those before cross-country practice. Um, and I would get what I'd call the McGurgles. The McGurgles. So, <laughs> my stomach hurts really badly.
0: Oh, you're killing my cat. No, I'm not. I have a Jesus cat. He's every day for me. He just laid on yeah. my back.
1: Um. Anyway, so yeah, I, I think maybe that's the reason that I don't eat McDonald's anymore is because the I eat the McGurgles. <laughs> I get uh, my stomach is so sensitive. You know how stomach my you know how stomach my sensitive is. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Um. There is no way I can't even eat like a piece of granola before I eat now. I mean, before I run now.
0: There's. I don't know how I did it. That's wild because I can like drink a bottle of hot sauce and just have like two burps during the run.
1: <laughs> I'm an animal. You are. I think it's. So we, I talked about this previously on the podcast. How really insane and sensitive my stomach is.
0: I've se- I've seen if I had a nickel for every time I've seen Zane throw up before a race, like two minutes before it's <laughs> the gun goes off. and it's just, Good lord, <laughs> you'd
1: be rich. Dude. I would. <laughs> you would be living next to me.
0: I would. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, if I had money for every time I threw up, I would literally be with Bezos.
0: You would be. Yeah. Looking down at us in your penthouse, penthouse suite. The
1: penthouse, penthouse. That's right. Yeah. Now I just live with two cats and watch great British. Hey, but you show. got,
0: you got, you got two stories in your house. So two stories, that. two cats, two TVs, two dreams, two dreams. What does that mean? I just sounded good to me. Two chains, two chains. Look at that. Um, yeah. So that you do still don't have one. Well, the thing is about me in high school is I was probably more serious about running like discipline wise back then than now, because I had Alberto Salazar junior as my coach and you know, if you guys listen to this podcast, you've heard the stories. And I, I've said that one time, probably the worst thing we've done before race is my coach just likes to flex on how tough he is. And so sometimes before a race, he would get us in trouble for doing stupid things, like stupid things. Like he would say, okay, do a stride down, stride back, stride down, stride back. But instead we would do two strides out and two strides back. And just doing that difference, he would just say, it doesn't matter where we were. If we were standing on monkey grass, he would just say, start doing V-ups now. And this guy's scary. Everyone's going to do it. I I've told the story before. Yeah, and so we just started doing that. Blah 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 blah. Didn't help the race, and we still did well. But you know, no worries, no worries.
1: I will say, V ups is the only core exercise that I do now.
0: It's good, love it. I don't know any
1: other core exercise. <laughs> I literally can't remember. Every time I go in there, I'm like, I think, I think I'm gonna do some V ups.
0: You get everything, best of both worlds. What else? What else do you need, Rachel?
1: What core exercises <laughs> do you do other than? Can you think of one other core exercise besides V ups off the top of your head? <laughs> <laughs> or not even dead bugs i haven't done a dead bug in five years I I do
2: daily, so that's not like a
1: daily life. yeah what is your, well if you don't want to reveal your your core routine you don't have to say it but like
0: <laughs> what's your core routine What's your? Core
2: routine? <laughs> it changes dead bugs though are practically every day but planks different very or variations of a plank i guess but um yeah, different playing, dead bugs, I guess. I have it like a day one, day two, day three. So it changes.
0: And this is this is a Colorado thing, or is it the.
2: Uh, it's from our our coach. Well, okay. our weight coach. So, yes. Wow. Wow.
0: A lot of when dead
1: it make bug me feel plans. bad? I'm going to actually
2: I'm gonna start
0: doing some plays. Right now. Right now so. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'll send you the next time I'm doing it tomorrow. <laughs> I'll send you my list. Dead
1: bugs. Wow. I cannot yeah. believe that you do dead bugs every well, day.
0: I've I've written all this down. Here's the
1: thing, what I do, supposedly I'm supposed to do this every because my I'm just old and decapitate,
0: decapitated it was old yeah. decapitated. I'm just old and decapitated. That was if you said that <laughs> if you said that confidently, I bet you neither me or Rachel would have questioned it at all. <laughs>
1: I love that I said that. <laughs> yeah. I get decrepit was the word I was saying. I'm old and decapitated. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just, decapitated. just old <laughs> <laughs> but I'm supposed to do uh leg swings every hour yeah even like in the, middle that's of the doctor. he knows what I'm talking yeah. about what'd you say
2: that's a lot of leg swings
1: yeah it's just 10 on each side while I'm awake if I'm just sitting here I have nothing else to do so I do get up and just do them sometimes it really does help it does um just to like get get the juices flowing because I don't have a lot of juices now that I'm decapitated <laughs> they're all just kind of lower body so I gotta put them somewhere um, all right. Well, I'm glad that we went over that. Avery, you didn't really have an answer, so I'm a little upset
0: at you. I, I really that. didn't. Um... Well, it's in pre-race. I'm trying... To, I mean, I've had... But you can do it after, too, dude. Okay, I'll be thinking. You'll be... We, I'm really just that perfect, so it's hard for me. You are pretty perfect. Yeah. Oh,
1: I wanted to ask you about this. Is this some TikTok crap? No,
0: dude, it's, uh... It's, a. Uh, it's a long, kind of interesting, not really interesting story. So you know, you know how my buddy Amen, my old roommate, used to produce for some rappers,
1: and also our podcast, and
0: also our podcast. <laughs> no, yeah. So there's there's this one of those guys where he he uh, produced for, it, and he came in my room one time, and was like, "Yo, I need a logo. I got the idea, Trip House for it." And so I just whipped up a logo, and he made merch and gave me this shirt.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah,
0: this is something I made for him.
1: I thought that was one of like a like a TikTok
0: house. That'd be
1: cool. I do you, wish. Do you know in one of the podcasts you called me Charlie D'Amelio and I thought that was a boy and I looked like an idiot on TikTok Live?
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah.
1: Alright, because I'm <laughs> old. Let's talk about the second question, which you guys don't call in with your names and your numbers anymore. You just send in the, the thing and you don't want any recognition and notoriety. I also can't read because, again, I'm decapitated and have no head. I can't read because I never could. <laughs> literally can't read. Um, but somebody just wanted to know about your best race and your worst race that you've ever had. Um, so if, if you can think about that off the top of your head, otherwise we could start because I can I can think about it.
2: Um, y'all think about it first. I need a minute.
1: Okay, Avery. I know what your best race is. Uh, you uh, you say you you say my best race. No, don't. Do I'll mine. say your best race. No, you don't even don't talk about it. <laughs> I would say Avery's <laughs> best race was either when he won the ACC championships because that was fantastic. I was in Charleston, South Carolina when that happened. And I was screaming, I was screaming. Um, Thank you. Your worst race was probably one of the times you DNF'd in cross country.
2: You DNF'd?
1: Oh, I'm I'm
0: I'm Mr. DNF. Yeah.
1: In the
2: 10K? Twice.
0: Yeah. Cause like cause like it, <laughs> I, I we've talked about this. I'm I'm Mr. All all filler, no killer in cross country. So I like like absolutely no slow twitch muscle fibers in my body. So I just have to fake it the whole way and so i can i can make it through about two good races in, in the 8k season and every single day of practice i'm trying my absolute hardest so i burn out quick very quick. i burn out quick <laughs> and so when we're doing a 10k add you know extra whatever mile 2K. and a half and yeah. we've
1: talked about how our, our coach at georgia tech would say uh it's no different it, yeah.
0: 10k is no different yeah just it's like just like thing. just like running 8k with an extra 1.5k yeah i went and i made it 9k yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, i've uh i've passed out on, on 10Ks, you know, it's, it's not my speed, but yeah, I, mean, I could be my worst race, I think you can't go worse than DNF.
1: I don't think you can go worse than DNF, um, I had a really bad, re- oh yeah, Rachel, have you thought?
2: I did, I thought about it, do you want me to go?
1: Yeah, you can also lie, because nobody, okay,
2: <laughs> I think my best race was, I hate to say it's a race that I won, but it was probably a race that I won, because some races, you know, you don't do well, but I'm like, that was good for me, But I think I would say my sophomore year of college, I did um, U.S. juniors and I won, but that's not why it was my best race. I think it was my best race because I just had a good attitude going into the race, which, not that I go into my races with a bad attitude. I do. But this was my better attitude. And I think I just raced really well. Like, I was just really strategic in that moment, and I was pretty happy with how it was executed with as little. of i don't want to say effort but as possible it It was a really strategic race in my defense um but the worst race had to be the following one which was then in finland because it made the u or the world junior team and i did so bad and i i just went in with the mindset of i'm so happy to be here and that was it not that i'm here to compete but just i'm just here and that was a really bad mindset, I think. And I kind of regret that. But the race, again, really bad. So I'd say that was my worst one.
0: That's good. It's a good answer. That was a great answer. And, and, and yeah, and it, and it sounded like in the the, the race that you won, you, it sounded like you had fun, you know, racing. And that doesn't yeah. always happen.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. Not to say that there wasn't a whole lot. I don't want to say there wasn't a whole lot of competition because there were some very talented girls in the field. But there was really me and one other that knew for sure, oh, we're going to win this. And it came down to, I mean, we ran a 425. That's not fast. But our last lap was a 61. So it was just a really fun race. You know, I loved that. And yeah, we both had a good attitude. It was was a good time. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Good stuff. It's great. I mean, uh, for me, I would say one of my best races that I've had, I mean, so... I didn't run my fifth year. I had lots of stress fractures and all that sort of stuff. Um, I didn't race for almost four and a half years and I moved to New York and just started training out of nowhere because my roommate who I was living with got fifth at the Olympic trials in the 1500. So it was like a good, obviously a good guy to be able to train with. And you know, just over a few months I missed USA's by one spot. Um, and actually I, I, like Avery says, I threw up like a ton before races usually, but for that race, I didn't throw up. I just was, like, having a good time. I was in Boston, and I was just excited to be there. Um, so I think that was my best race that I could think of recently. I mean, I've had some in college, which I thought was like, oh, that was a good effort. And then I transferred, and nothing really happened after that. Um, but then worst race, oh, God. Um, probably right when I moved to New York, I hadn't been running at all. I literally hadn't run in, like, four years. And I was, like, trying to run a road mile. It was like a really fast road mile. Holy crap, dude. I remember we went out in like 61. It was raining. It was freezing. And I was like, this is over. All right. This <laughs> is over. I was like, just get to the end. And I barely got to the end. Um, but I think about going back to that race now or whenever I, my hamstring stops hurting. And I could do like much, much better. Mm-hmm. I think I could run like 20
0: seconds faster. <laughs> <laughs> Actually more than that. What, what, what was your time? Do you remember? Did you block that out? I'm not saying it. I re- literally refuse to start. Plus or minus five? Plus or minus five what? Minutes.
1: Oh, minus five.
0: Plus or minus five? 4.30. Uh,
1: it was 4.30.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: It was 4.30 exactly? Yeah. It's
0: not awful. Oh, my God. It was bad. High schoolers <laughs> do that? <laughs> That's yeah. You- yeah i kidding. <laughs> yeah. So tell me you anyway. But I
1: will say that I went from that to running two, you know, uh, one spot, From USA's within three months. Woo! Couch to USAs is what I called it. (laughs) While working full-time, 70 hours on my feet in Manhattan, working hard.
0: Let's do it. Can you beat that? Yeah, you can beat that.
1: You can definitely beat that. You can just like relax and have like a nice and relaxing job and be able to like fit running into your schedule and not run at five o'clock in the morning. So you can beat that. You can beat that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um Oh, yeah, and then you had the last question on your phone. I literally just – you But you don't like that one?
0: No, okay. I, I don't. I scratched it out the while I was we asking. Out. So this one comes to us from um, Ben Komet. Ben Komet. Ben Komet. <laughs> what lessons from training during COVID had it have mm, – okay, No, 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 no. <laughs> what lessons from training during COVID have impacted your – Oh, God. have impacted <laughs> your approach to running follow-up what are these lessons will you carry c- okay.
2: carry this
0: forward to, your, to future training whether that be pro etc do i need to repeat uh, that
2: i need yeah. to ask i'll you repeat, repeat
1: it. i'll just re- i'll repeat it so <laughs> avery did a great job with the effort
0: i clapped out the syllables yeah. <laughs> is that what you were doing yeah interesting
1: all right well we don't need to make fun of avery about Reading, I see your
0: memes by the way, and they hurt my feelings. Oh, I wanted
1: to say something. I want to say, throughout the Sidious Mag umbrella of podcasts, we definitely get memed the most. We get memed the most. We've gotten about four memes in the past couple of days, and they
0: all are on the expense of me. <laughs> yeah They are, which is interesting. Um, Very interesting. It's because I'm a great host.
1: Um, so it says, What lessons from training during COVID have impacted your approach to running, and which of these lessons will you carry forward to future training? whether that be pro or et cetera. I don't know what et cetera would be. Can you get more pro than pro? Super just way to find out. Life. What'd you say?
2: Maybe he just means life after running. Like
1: There is no such thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, kidding. Kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it right now, more or less. All right. Um, um,
2: okay, I can answer this. Um, I'd say, well, in terms of COVID, obviously everything's different. Because you have to be a lot safer, so I've been impacted in ways that, or in the sense that I can't train with my teammates and whatever. But I think in the broader scope of things, the most—I don't even remember the whole question. I was—I'm still stuck. on It's like
1: it. what? I'm um, to read
2: it. um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what?
1: Which of these lessons will you carry? That hurt my. Yeah, 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 yeah. The a,
2: biggest thing that I've, I think, focused on and learned from during COVID is. Um, staying committed which i think everybody's been struggling with you know finding motivation to run every day and i mean whatever sport you play run and do things because you can't see anyone you can't run with people there's no races which is a big thing um i find that i i struggled with that a lot at the beginning like why am i training i don't want to do this but i established a lot of routines in my training and now i also am meeting with my team so it's a little different um but i think just starting up routines of running on my own and staying committed to my training, my eating, everything, everything that comes with running has really implemented itself in my life in other ways. You know, because now I wake up and I don't just do my running and everything like that. I stay consistent with my schoolwork, with keeping up with my reading, whatever I'm I'm doing in life. Um and I think that's been a big takeaway and I hope a lot of people have taken that away from these COVID times is just you know, not falling apart entirely, but sticking to their habits. <laughs> so, I've not
0: fallen apart entirely. I've fallen apart, dude.
2: Well, I know a lot of people have. Like, I did at the beginning. I wasn't waking up and running. I wasn't doing anything. I'm like, oh, my God, life's over. But, um, yeah, I, I think I just established a lot of routines. I stuck to them. And that, I think, has been the most important thing because, you know, I'm however long COVID's been going on. Five months or so. Five months better at what I started. So I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah, that's for sure good. Um, for and sure that's good. the thing I've been struggling with the most is since I'm pretty much just like, I go run and then I'm out of my house for all day. So the whole day blends together. And yeah, getting a routine has been the hardest part. Absolutely. Like sometimes I'll even like, yeah. like lunch will go by and I'll forget. But and, and that's and that's one thing that I, I know will help, you know, is doing a routine. So it's, it's, it's good to see that you've, uh, know been able to do that and i feel like if there's a right and wrong answer of how to deal with quarantine that's the right answer um so good
1: yeah i mean i I think similar similar for me because i got so you know i i got laid off pretty early into this whole thing um and i you know for the most part i i mean i'm not training with the professional team that i was training with anymore so that definitely made it a lot harder to train um you know, but I, I genuinely do not mind running on my own. Like I, I kind of honestly enjoy it more. Um, and you know, just just establishing a routine with you or with Jeremy or just like holding each other accountable, just in your in your small circle, has been good. I mean, I ran a five k PR during quarantine, which I never thought would happen. You too. Yeah. Um, and we've set two world records. We have set two world records. Yeah. So I it's mean, not all bad. Not all bad. <laughs> Thank you. Very stupid. (laughs) Um, But, you know, uh, I always think I'm, like, really good at getting out the door and running. But lately, I've just been, like, I I feel like I'm starting to submit to, like, the normal way of thinking of, like, do I need to run every day sort of thing? And I'm trying to, like, get out of that. It's been, like, hard
2: a couple weeks. I understand that. Yeah. I have this weird thing where if I don't run, I feel so guilty. And so I, just, I
1: used to feel so guilty. And I think that's, what's a little bit changed for me now that I'm like not yeah. training with the team. And like, um, I just don't know when like any races are going to be coming about. Like I was at the chiropractor last week and he was like, I mean, just take your time coming back. Cause you don't really know when anything's going to happen. Um, but I mean, I think in terms of like, I think sometimes when you're like, when I make myself feel like super guilty, I like won't eat before I run. I'm like, you don't need to eat right now because you got to run like that kind of stuff. I think that's like horrible for your mental health and all that sort of stuff. And I think I've kind of allowed myself to like eat and just relax and then run when I want to, instead of like putting myself in this like stringent routine, which has felt nice kind of going when I want to go. Um, Even Uh if, I mean, I'm going to go that day, but even if it's afternoon or in the morning, it doesn't matter.
2: I think that's something, too, I should have touched base on. I, I also learned that there's a lot of different ways to be successful at things. You know, I didn't have to be, let's say, our team meets for practice at 2 p.m. And we weren't during COVID because you're not allowed to meet in groups. I could run at different times in the day or I could, you know, not wake up at 6.30. I could wake up at 8 and still go for my run. And I can still be good at what I'm doing and making progress despite not it, it not being the exact way it had been all year. and. For the majority of, of my life, everything's on a schedule and, you know, and I, I think I learned that I can be flexible with these things and not everything has to be so black and white, you know, there's yeah. middle ground and there's way to get about things and go around restrictions and not go around restrictions, but, you know, overcome restrictions and still, still make progression.
1: Yeah. Cause I think with running specifically is like, you know, you can take two days off and feel like you've never run in your entire life. And so like, that's been like a uh, challenge for me is like, well, my leg is hurting. Do I need to take the day off? And in, in the past I wouldn't, but now I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to, because it's going to be good for me health-wise and mental health-wise. And now I just get to just relax. I'm allowing myself to relax a lot more, which is nice. Um, and like accomplish like these projects around the house that I haven't been able to when I was running a lot. Um, and I genuinely enjoy running. Um, I just, you know, have let myself kind of do what I want to do. Like, if I don't want to do a long run on a Sunday, I'm going to do it on a Tuesday. I just, it just doesn't matter. Um, it's just like whenever I feel like doing it, which has been nice. I know you're still on a schedule. Well,
0: yeah. I'm I not mean
2: to interrupt you. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You no. go ahead.
0: <laughs>
2: um, but... Can I say real fast, going off that too, I think also I've learned that I really do like running in these times because I don't, I didn't have to run when I was home. Who's going to know? You know, like there was no season and there's nothing happening. So it was really on me. Like, do I want to take a break now or do I want to run? And I ran not because I had to, but because I really enjoy running, which I think has been huge. And I hope a lot of people, again, have kind of come to that realization that there's things that they can do that they love, not because they're being forced to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it is nice to just get out there and, yeah. do, and do
0: something. But I, I will say, you know, I don't want to stay on this subject for too, too long. I Another feel like, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, I'm kind of like the opposite of you. Like like whenever I like allow myself to talk myself into like, oh, like, you know, let me, I'll, I'll just run after work, blah, 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 blah. Those days are usually like like the worst days because then I kind of feel guilty. Like I don't like get as much done. And I, mm-hmm. I, I put a lot of pressure on myself in general to like utilize every single minute of my day. And I've really had a hard time doing that in quarantine. So like whenever I'm like operating at, you know, to me, my favorite, you know, like whatever I'm the happiest with myself, you know, it's, it's just like a really rigid, just like wake up, run, go to work, eight hours, get home, make fucking TikToks, make yeah. freaking TikToks. Freaking TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm not saying what you're doing isn't good for you. I'm just saying, you know, you know, that different that, things work for different people. Literally. Yeah. So
1: I think that goes for anything and everything yeah. in life. So, um, now
0: that I'm an old man, I can say those wise things. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been I've been uh, making a. I, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I, on my Strava recently, just for the for the heck of it, I've been doing a like like life coaching posts, which I call them like very ironically, but like semi not ironically. It'll be like uh, I'll just like write myself like since I'm reading you know like mindset books and whatnot, just like my favorite parts going all the way through. It'll be like you know like a two paragraph thing on Strava or whatever. Cause like I love Strava cause like no one really cares what you post. So it's I'm like, I'm it. gonna post there. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, but people, people really like that and it's made me feel good. And so that, That's you know, good. I mean, I've thought about a lot of things. Yeah, good. Well, yeah.
1: I'm glad that everybody is taking some
0: positives out of this. Yeah. Yes. Um, Anyways, this is too serious. Let's, <laughs> I think it's time to, to mix it up a bit. So what we've been doing these past few episodes, and what we're gonna have you do, Rachel, is so you know we've got to know each other. Honestly, we've kind of kind of gotten to know each other pretty well. This I'll has say been it. great. This has been great. This is the deepest we've ever gotten. For Dash, sure. how do you feel about this whole <laughs> thing, Bubba? That's um, <laughs> a kitty. That's a kitty. By Bubba the way. Yes. Um. So. So Rachel, what what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask you to pull up pull out your phone, go into the notes section, and kind of say what what does Rachel tell herself? What kind of self-talk you have on there, anything fun. And if you don't wanna share it, that's fine, but you know.
1: Let me see if I've written anything else lately to, you know.
2: Uh, You don't even wanna know what's in my notes. You know, I have this habit of when I'm gonna text someone something serious, I write it in my notes. And I edit it because I know if I'm going to say something serious, I got to sound intelligent. So I'll, I kid you not, I go into my notes and I look up synonyms for certain words. Man, because nice. I want to sound really good. So a lot of <laughs> notes are just pre-constructed um, text messages. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I have to-do lists, only um, like I wanted to on- my nails. Oh, insane um you want me to just tell you what's in my notes just i mean any anything you'd like to share yeah we've we've gotten
0: poems
2: actually um yeah i have again to do um i have some class notes i guess um a grocery list
1: i don't know everybody has like such normal notes i literally have the craziest notes
2: oh i have a list oh this is short-lived i like to write down the first time i do something that's oh, exciting. Nice. Like I went camping, I guess, on June 17th for the first time. So oh, really, nice.
1: Where did you go camping?
2: Um, I went camping with Zach Levitt in <laughs> Crested Butte. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Um,
2: 10,000 feet. Oh, I have something that's kind of random. I have a wish list, I guess, things I want. And the only thing on it is shoe.
1: Shoe. Not shoe. <laughs>
2: Just singular shoe. I, well, I hope you get
0: that. <laughs> People
1: listening to this podcast, send Rachel MacArthur a shoe. One shoe. Any any uh, brand that you'd want. You're only getting one.
2: Yeah, just one shoe. There's yeah. nothing else about it. Just
0: that clogs fine. We're getting our boots, wooden, a combat wooden, boots. Wooden, a wooden no boots. No boots. boots. knee high converse. Knee high converse. <laughs> with a heel. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um and then yeah i guess i have some some tattoo ideas that i want i wrote down and i have some
1: great ones uh, great tattoos if you ever need any uh <laughs> oh
2: i have way too many ideas to take on more
1: no i have the worst tattoos in the world um every day i'm like <laughs> did you really decide to get that <laughs> every day every day um i just have some this t- one
0: says 34 inches wide
1: Yeah, that was for my, I'm getting a washer and dryer. Yeah, I imagine so. This is hand-tossed pizza crust Lizzo feeling good as hell. That was an idea. Oh, yeah. Hand-tossed pizza crust. Baby, how you feeling? It's Pizza Hut. I wanted to pitch that to Pizza Hut. That's a good one. Awesome. And then I have a a mile, uh, a road mile that I want to do here. United Way to Walker Street is one mile. Santal Candle. Laying in bed thinking of excuses to get out of work. I 100% have food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, does it work? Uh, no. <laughs> the helatonin, melatonin supplement that I wanted to make for one day. Helatonin. Helatonin. It's just a <laughs> lot of melatonin. It has just lots of melatonin. Very I don't potent.
2: take melatonin. I it take it every night.
1: Dreams. No, we'll see, it does give you weird dreams. Sometimes I don't, I don't really have weird dreams anymore. I only take a half of one. So I take two and a half milligrams every night or whenever I, not every night, but I guess when I remember. And I, I mean, it really-
2: recommended, recommended dosage for like a, a baby.
1: It's pretty much like a baby. <laughs> I am so sensitive to everything. I-
2: Right, yes. One-, one Just be- a sensitive guy.
1: Just very sensitive. <laughs> I will cry if you keep talking. Um, I mean, I drink one, one beer, you know, yeah,
0: I'm not good. I'm driving home. <laughs>
1: yeah. were we together, Andres? No, that was Jeremy no, and Andres. My friend drove me home a couple days ago because I was like, dude, I'm not driving. I had like a one and a half years. <laughs> uh, <It's>
2: really-
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a truly right now, and I'm gonna eat some vegetarian chicken nuggets after this. Woo! <laughs> Woo shout out to Joe's, not Trader Joe's, not Trader Joe's, Morningstar. Shout out Morningstar, I the Buffalo. Have, I have,
0: I, I do Morningstar too. Do you? my brand
1: well if you have any uh things you want to shout out before you leave um we appreciate you coming on if there's anything you want to talk about or any inspiring quote that you want to say or uh, inspiring quote or
2: uh gosh
1: sign off and just say
0: this <laughs> yeah four-
2: if I had any in my notes I would definitely share them but as you can tell my notes were kind of bland and nothing well I,
0: they weren't bland i just think you didn't read them to us i think all you should yeah i <laughs> i agree with avery and i
1: also i think you should sign off by just saying shoe shoe yeah that's what I that was like what you, your wish list
2: asmr or something
0: shoe, yeah. shoe. <laughs> shoe. Yo. also before before she leaves can we re-record the intro please Please, no no please
1: no yeah. i like it i like i like here's the thing Avery likes to do things a lot i think that you should not put effort into videos for instagram or anything like that it should be very natural it's and it's no not unprofessional it's that's crazy. that's how it was supposed to be you know oh,
2: it's done make it casual again isn't that a thing
1: make it casual again we are casually you and i are casually dating It's
0: true. Yeah. Very casual. Very casual. (laughs) Extremely casual. (laughs) (laughs) Almost too casual. Uh anyways, enough talking. (laughs) We're rambling too much. Thank you so much, Rachel, for getting on the podcast. Yeah.
2: Thank thank you you guys. Dash say goodbye.
0: And on on that note, (laughs) and Barkley. Six four six seven eight zero nine two one.